Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness. Join your hosts, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, Hasina Roach, Relational Consultant, and Radio Host, Wanda Miles. Now, here's your host, Katrina Jones. Hello. Hello. Hey, How's everybody doing today? Doing How well. How is everybody on this Memorial weekend? Yes. Uh, actually, we have Kay on also. Kay, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. What are you doing for this beautiful Memorial weekend in South Florida? Oh, wow. I had a a very big birthday celebration this weekend, all weekend. So I'm just out and about hanging out on on the town a little bit and barbecuing with my family tomorrow. Oh, that's good. What about the rest of you ladies? Um, Uh, I'm working. Kay, your your birthday, (laughs) this is your birthday weekend? No, it's a really good friend of mine for her birthday, 52. Okay. She turned 52 this, this year, so. Cool. Uh, okay. Cool, cool. And so I'm, what I'm about sorry, you, Wanda. Wanda? Yeah. Oh, Wanda's working, so move on. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm happy to be working, doing something with myself, productive. It's all good. There you go. Awesome. There you go. And Katrina. I'm t- I'm watching the grandbabies. I'm taking some time with the grandbabies this weekend, so that, that's always a, a, a joy. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds good. Awesome. And yeah. I believe they're having some type of celebration at Veteran Park, and I think that's in Tamarack, if I remember correctly. Yeah. My cousin actually is going to be installed on. I guess they have a wall, so I guess wow. she'll have a book with her name on it because she's the wow. Cool. Yeah, so nice. I nice. somewhere else to go, but I'm gonna support my cousin because that's more important. Nice. So that's the for nice. tomorrow. Okay. Well, Wanda, so let's I mean, I'm sorry. Started. Yeah, Hasina, I was gonna ask you to take the pleasure of, of introducing our guest. Yeah. So let's introduce Kay Richardson. How to get clients to say yes. Join us as Kay Richardson of Clients Who Say Yes, the skills it takes to breathe life into your marketing, get clients, and increase revenue. Kay works with small businesses, teaching them to expand their teams and leverage their market. She helps entrepreneurs, startups, build a solid client base and increase personal and professional income. Come and learn what it takes to find your ideal client, create a unique selling proposition, and revenue model. Welcome, Kay. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation to join you, ladies. Yes. 
I heard you speak at Create Space. We met maybe, I think it's been three years ago. And I was like, gee, yeah, I was like, I got to get her on the show. I think she'll be great. I think you did such a good job at Create Space, at Access Space in Las Olas. But I said, let's get her on. Let's do this. So I'm happy that you're here. So I have the first question, Miss Kay. How did you... Okay. How did you get into marketing and coaching? Well, I I sort of stumbled into it, um, happenstance, uh, with my very first business that I started about more than 10 years ago as an occupational therapist. And one of my main struggles were how do I get clients? And there, there was a lot of competition when it came to me uh, positioning. At the time, I did ergonomics consulting, evaluation, training, and workshops, where I really had to compete against really large companies who had more marketing dollars and who also had more manpower on the ground uh, that pretty much kind of put a block to what I was able to do to get into certain companies that I wanted to enter into to help them protect their 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 employees. So with my own struggles, I had to really get clear on who my ideal clients were, what were their challenges, who was the right person that I needed to be speaking to at that time in a particular company so that I could get them to notice me and then have the sales conversation to get them to say yes to doing business with me. So a lot of it came out of my own personal challenges um, about 10 years ago, and I stumbled into coaching because someone invited me to an event in Orlando, and I'm like, wow, this is what I've been doing for a few years as I met different women entrepreneurs and um, professionals who wanted to build their business or build their book, get more clients, and I would do it for free at the time, but when I was invited to this event in Orlando, my whole world just changed. So that's sort of how I fell into marketing and coaching, um, just by needing to get clients myself and also being exposed to this whole industry of coaching at the time. Mm, that sounds great. When did you become a coach? I became a coach about four years ago now. Okay, so, that's yeah. not cool. You're going to have to give us the information. We're all into that, too. <laughs> so so I'm going to piggyback off a question that you asked, um, Hasina. Kay, you said that you were doing ergonomics. Um, is ergonomics where you uh, work with people, employees, to help them to, um, to be able to – be safe on the job as far as how they lift things, how they sit, um, their eye leverage to the computers, um, you know, to keep their eyes safe and things like that. What is ergonomics? You pretty much said it all. <laughs> okay, okay. And, and the reason, Marty Pants. <laughs> and the reason, you know, the reason that I that I ask Kay is because a lot of the folks who listen to our show are starting businesses or, or thinking about uh, businesses that they might be able to to create. And so when we have guests on, it's, it's always so awesome to listen to you know their journey and and what they did and and how they've made it grow or how they've evolved into into something else um you know it's always great to hear 
hear those stories. And so I just yeah. wanted to get clear, clarity. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yeah, so, that was a, this is, a good this, a good approach to ergonomics, um, so, a good explanation. <laughs> I have a question, if I can jump in. What What's your business philosophy? My business philosophy is I I love to make sure that my clients know how to do the basics of the business basics. So this is what I believe. If I okay. teach them how to do, they will never forget. They will never they will never think. So there's a, the the proverbs. I'm not sure if it's considered a proverbs or Bible verse. If you teach a man how to fish, he will never go hungry. So that's yeah. my philosophy. <laughs> Okay. Um, and that's what I believe. I love to teach my clients how to do things so that they're not dependent on someone and they can make the world continue to stand with the knowledge and that I give to them and share with them. Excellent. Okay, this is Katrina. What are your passions and how have they helped you with your business? Wow, my passion is my passion is speaking. My passion is teaching. Most importantly, because I'm I'm a teacher at heart. I love teaching new things. I love teaching people again how to how to spend and how to be independent. So teaching is a passion of mine. So when I have the opportunity to speak and to work with someone, a lot of that comes out naturally for me. Uh, so I would say teaching is a passion of mine, and also helping people realize their full potential. There's so many really good, awesome entrepreneurs, creative people out there that they really have something that they want to bring into the world, but a lot of times they tend to have self-doubt, and I love yeah. uncovering that inner, that inner game within that individual who has come to talk to me so that they can see their unlimited possibilities. Awesome. Nice. So you really um, I love when my mute goes away and I forget <laughs> that I'm on mute. I do that sometimes. Oh. Were you just talking but to my, yourself? Oh, yeah, that happens. That happens. <laughs> and just to say something about your passions, Kate. Now, I met you, like I said, about three years ago, and I remember what I remember about you right when I met you was, you weren't afraid to share some nuggets. So I believe your passion is teaching, but also you're not afraid to share. A lot of times when you're in the system you're in, you have a certain title or you're in small business, you have a a great clientele, a lot of times people don't want to share because they're worried that their clientele might come with you or vice versa. And I'm happy that you shared the little bit that you shared, and I'm like, wow, most people don't want to do that. So my next question is, you wrote a book entitled, What a Woman's Gotta Do, Discover the Power Within You within you to Achieve Success and an Epic, epic Life. I apologize. Let me say it again. What Wait, a no, before you gotta... repeat it, before you repeat it, I'm going to correct the title a little bit. The actual name of the, the book is What a Woman's Got to Do, Dig Deep, Make a Decision, and Take Action. Ah, okay. 
So tell me about your book. Wow. The book was actually a, a, it's a story about my life, my challenges, my struggles, my fears, and the desires of my life. So there's so many people, again, who have great potential, but sometimes life throws a curveball. They throw cur- life throws curveballs to us, and sometimes it can pretty much wear on our self-esteem, our confidence. And I pretty much wrote this book because, as you all are in healthcare and you all are therapists and you you your coaches, you help individuals. And my book was actually birthed out of me going to therapy. And my therapist said, "Hey, you." should share your story. You are a very strong person. You have been through a lot. And your, your, your success along with your challenges will be a great benefit to someone to hear so that it could be a pull-up for them to continue their path and, and on through their journey so that they don't stop and give up. And that's pretty much where the book derived from, from me going to therapy um, and her saying, there's something you need to share with the world and help other women through your story. And that's pretty much why it's dig deep and identify who you are as a person, identify your strength, making a decision that you're not going to settle for less anymore. You're not going to have any more excuses and develop a path to take small steps, but actionable steps so that you can achieve the dream, the vision that you have in mind for yourself and for your family. Well, geez, now I have a question on top of that. Now that you said it like that, excuse me. So how are you able to market and get clients to say yes so you can maybe do speaking arrangements and spread the love with your book and have people buy your book? Well, my my business model number one, as I I mentioned to you all earlier, is number one I'm I'm a speaker, so I'm always speaking and teaching. And with that, when I'm sharing the knowledge and I'm 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 helping people see the unlimited possibilities on how to develop that that path to their goals and business, is how I attract clients. But one of the things that I I had to learn, which I shared with you all a little bit earlier, was really how do you get the client to say yes? And that's a lot of sales. Becoming very confident in sales, becoming very confident in asking for your worth is something that I struggled with with my very first business so that I could now be in the position to help others create that revenue that they desire in their current business. So speaking, a lot of networking, so do a lot of sales conversations so that I'm constantly talking to people. It makes me think of a fellow coach. I'm I'm having a little distant thought with my with the name. I can't think of his name right now. He lives right in West Palm Beach, but he said he had to hear a lot of no's and then he heard yeses. And I'm guessing yes. that's what you had to do also, correct? Correct. And in sales, here's the thing where a lot of entrepreneurs tend to struggle. The reason why they're not getting the yes is because they're not talking to enough people. So a lot of that comes with knowing 
your conversion rate, knowing how many people you need to speak with so that you are able to get the, the, the number of yeses that you want at the end of your, your month sales goal. So that's usually where the challenge comes in, that most entrepreneurs are not talking to enough people. Okay, thank you. Okay. Okay, Wanda, we took you so, off mute. Yes. Oh, there I am. Okay, the name of your business is How to Get Clients to Say Yes. How How do you do that without well, giving away all your secrets? <laughs> uh, as, I, as I mentioned, a lot of it is me speaking. A lot of it is me networking. And most importantly, I am having sales conversations on a weekly basis so that I'm definitely meeting enough people so that I'm able to really convert enough people to meet my goals to say yes. So it's speaking, it's networking, and it's okay. having enough sales conversations throughout the week so that I'm able to convert clients who say yes. So it's just building your own social network. Yes. Kind of, sort of. It's, nice. it's really about, it's not a, it's, I wouldn't say your social network. I would say it's your, it's your funnel of getting your pipeline to have as many conversations with, with potential prospects sure. or clients. Sure. Okay. Because some people think of social network as, okay, well, let me just have a whole bunch of people that I know, or let me go out on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and build all these followers. You know, but what's gotcha. the point of having all these followers if you're not having you don't sales know. conversations with yeah. individuals to see how you can help them so that they can become the person that they desire and you in return are able to have a financially successful business. Great. Okay. Thanks. You know, Kay, you, you, you're absolutely right. And it's so interesting to me um, in that education piece how so many people who go into business don't really understand the importance of building relationships and not only building relationships, but as as you said, you know, you're constantly meeting people um, and, and talking to large audiences, well, large and small, but large audiences, because it is a numbers game. And that, that you know, that relationship building piece is so very important. And as women, um, because you do specialize in working with women, it is so important for us to not be afraid to have conversations with folks and and as business owners to find out not only how people can help us but how we can help others because it's a it's a reciprocal um a relationship so that 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 is a key uh you know a key ingredient to um you know to building business and and I'm glad that you mentioned that and if I could just if I could just add on to what you're you're speaking about when it when it comes to building relationships. When when people network, here's here's one of the challenges when there are entrepreneurs who are really good at what they do but they're they aren't getting the business. Think of when you're networking as buckets. You may have a bucket for a person who you want to build a strategic partnership with. 
You may have a bucket for a client who may be a potential prospect, or you may just have the bucket where you just need to build and foster a relationship. But when you're thinking about networking, you should always have an intention in mind. You know, some people just go out to hand out business cards, but there's no real intention for them to get clients and say yes. So just think about where would that person that you just met become a part of your funnel and a part of your process as you're growing and developing your business. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And one of the ways that people can do that also is, really having a clear, what people define as an elevator pitch, having a really clear elevator pitch so that sometimes when I, when I meet people, they tend to put themselves in a particular bucket because they're like, oh, I need to talk to you more about services or, oh, you know what, we should consider doing a partnership or an event together or, oh, you know what, I could just maybe be a referral source for you or I just want to keep you in my Rolodex as, you know, maybe in the future. So a lot of times to help the entrepreneur who or the professional who needs to build a book of business is having a really clear message when you're talking to people so that it kind of makes it a little bit easier for someone to kind of put themselves in that unique bucket for a set intention. Nice. Um, good. So you said partnership, relationship, and your client. And make yes. sure you have your elevator pitch. That are yes. great nuggets. Those are great nuggets to give to our audience. So what does your ideal client look like, per se? Now, I know you gave those, but can you get more specific? Yes. My ideal client is definitely a woman. She's either a professional woman who wants to build a book of business or she is a professional woman who wants to step into entrepreneurship with the services that she currently has as her profession. So she may be an attorney who may want to go out on her own. She may be a therapist who wants to leave a private practice and step out into her, into her own practice. So they're service-based entrepreneurs who have a really good skill set, and I really say that they're really damn good at what they do and they know it, but marketing overwhelms them. The fear of asking for their work frightens them. And deep down inside, they really want to make a difference in the world. That so just awesome to kind of give answer. you an idea of a little bit about who this person is. Yeah. No, that was an awesome answer. Awesome. Well, it's very what clear. Do you find, what do you find to be the thing that keeps most people from moving forward? A lot of it is fear. A lot of yeah. it is not knowing how to do a certain task that keeps mm-hmm. them stumped and stuck. Okay. And when I say a certain task, it could be, you know, what do I say when I go to a networking event? How do I talk about what I do? How do I package my services so that I'm not trading time for dollars and, you know, I'm only charging $25, $75 an hour because I know that I'm really worth more? You know, how, how do I meet my ideal client? So when people are trying to figure those things out, it becomes so overwhelming that they tend to do nothing. Yeah. Or they tend to do a lot of marketing out of order. So they want to go build this dynamic online marketing, you know, business, but they haven't built their foundation yet. Because 
you know, sometimes there's so many things out there that makes it look so easy that people get caught up into those shiny object syndrome sometimes. Uh. <laughs> okay. Great, great. I want to ask you, um, and you may have answered this. If you answered it, um, you know, let me know and then I'll move on. But what is your business model and, and how do you show your clients how to create one? My Again, my business model is really having a way for people to get to know me, like me, and trust me. And one of the ways that I do that is through speaking. Another way that I do, and speaking could be at my own event and workshops that I do, speaking could be where, like, for example, Hasina has seen me twice speaking. Um, it could be online events that I do, but a lot of what I do is giving the people the opportunity to get to know me, like me, and trust me, and I do that a lot through speaking. And then okay. through my website, there's a, there's a free ebook that people can download and get to know me that way. So there's no, there's no hard sell. It's just an invitation to download a free ebook that's a very useful tool that will help them with their sales conversation. So that's another way for people to enter into the conversation with me without feeling like, okay, I'm not sure if she's the right person for me or not. Great. Okay. Okay. So can you describe the perfect customer experience that your organization has provided? Um, I would say, I, I'm not going to say perfect because there's, I, I don't believe that there's one way. Each of my clients are treated in, as individuals, first and foremost. Um, I don't have this cookie-cutter process that I try to throw everyone into because everyone is unique. Everyone has, everyone has their own different skill set and strength that they need to use in order to attract their ideal clients. But one of the things that most of my clients all say is that they walk away with confidence that they can do any freaking thing that they want to do. So deep, deep down inside, when people have worked with me, they're confident. They have the courage. They have clarity. And they have the foundation to make money. What's in that foundation? Just asking. The foundation is knowing who their ideal clients are, knowing how to attract clients based on their Strength. And some people may have the strength of writing. Some people may have the strength of being a public speaker. But using their strength as the golden ticket to attract clients, it's being confident that they are worth what they're asking for. They're confident in a sales conversation. They're confident knowing where to find their ideal clients and how to have that conversation to attract those people to them. They know their their business model as far as their revenue streams, how they're going to make money, what are different ways they can position themselves in the marketplace with different opportunities to make money. So that's just a brief overview. That's fantastic. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, I think we're going to take a break. Maybe is it? What am I? My clocks are all over the place. I've got about a minute or two. I think or, it's a good one. Or okay. Do you want to take another question? Well, well, no. Let's. Okay, we're going to go ahead and take a commercial break, and um, and then we'll come back. Okay. Sure. Satori Life Skills Institute is an instructional business institute offering business development classes to aspiring entrepreneurs and those interested in personal and professional development. We are a team of consultants that specialize in specific areas of business. We come together to provide a comprehensive package of services using a holistic approach that ensures that you receive leading-edge information in leadership, social and emotional intelligence theory, and practical application. Satori Life Skills Institute is dedicated to empowering aspiring entrepreneurs and those interested in personal and professional development in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness. We'll help you find the answers to powerful questions. How am I conducting business? Am I living my mission statement? Am I leaving this place better than I found it because of my contribution? We offer coaching sessions, consulting, and business and personal development classes. Satari Life Skills Institute. We've developed a series of classes that provide real-world tools and strategies that yield solid business, professional, and personal results. Basic bookkeeping, what business owners need to know. Be successful, how to start and stay in business. How to survive in the U.S. business culture. Networking to get business. We also offer free one-session workshops that provide education and resources that outline the steps that startups need for success. And then there's our Mastermind Business Group, an ongoing monthly support group that focuses on aligning goals, learning, and growth with other like-minded professionals. To learn more about our classes, visit us at satarilifeskills.com. That's satarilifeskills.com, S-A-T-A-R-I, lifeskills.com. Or call 800-590-0056, satarilifeskills.com, or 800-590-0056. And join us here weekly on Positively Affirmative every Sunday at 5 p.m. Satari Life Skills Institute, transform and grow your life and business. And we're back. We have Kay Richardson with us of how to get clients who say yes. All right, Kay. Um, okay, Wanda, you have the next question? Okay. Um, well, I guess I'm, can you um, – how does how would you say your business serves a, a higher purpose for you and your customers? Confidence, as you were saying earlier, I think is certainly uh, a higher a higher vibrating thing there so but if there's other ways yeah then I would say honestly the number one thing that I do to help elevate individuals is through confidence Um, and because without confidence you 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 pretty much kind of remain stuck because you you doubt yourself you don't think you can Um, so a lot of that is 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 what I do to elevate individuals. A lot of what I do also is getting people comfortable with asking for their worth and believing that they are truly worth that that they desire. And a lot of also what I do is helping people realize that 
they have a vision, it's possible, and I'm there to help them map out that path to those unlimited possibilities that really exist for them. And for me, I I get great pleasure when my clients come back to me and say, oh, my God, I did it, and, oh, my God, I, I shined, and, you know, because of you and, you know, helping me through holding my hand and believing in me that I achieved that goal. So that gives me the reward that I, you know, just I can never, money can never replace. You know, it's that yeah. memory, that heart, that, that thing in your heart that just makes you just smile for years to come. How do you come to, um, I guess, figure out what their different values of how, of what people do? I mean, there's since you have different types of clients, I'm guessing, how do you come to a, a, a value, a number, or something that they are comfortable asking for if they're not all that confident? I, mean, I guess you build that to that point. I'll let you answer. Yes, we we build up we build up to that point, and I do different techniques with clients to help them start at you know what they might be comfortable with, and I push them a little bit further, and then you know they eventually evolve to that desired number. And a lot of what I do with clients is I work very intuitively with them, so a lot of my intuition kicks in with clients. I'll give you an example. There's a gentleman that I worked with, and he came from Cuba. His family was very prominent in Cuba. He wanted to build a $600,000 business, but he was very shy to tell people about what he does. So in our conversation and, and during our calls, I basically uncovered the fact that his father shushed him when he was in the car because his father came over and had to be a cab driver and hushed him, I would say is the correct word, from not talking about who his family was. So he came up thinking that you're not supposed to brag about who you are. You're not supposed to tell people about what you do. So that actually hindered him being a 46-year-old man as an entrepreneur, keeping him from not excelling and meeting that $600,000 income goal. Yeah. But intuitively, I knew something was going on, that there was a disconnect, and I stopped the conversation and began to ask certain questions, which uncovered, and he literally cried on the phone because he was like, wow, I never realized and put the two together. Wow. Very good. So you helped him uncover those some of his uh, limiting beliefs. Yes. Awesome. Okay, what is the dominant personality trait that that you that um you need your customers to associate with your business? Wow. I think it's it's the dominant trait I would say being a person who wants to they have to be ambitious. They have to be a giver. It's not all about self. Okay. 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 And 
I know we already had this question, but I'm going to say it and see if we can talk about other parts of it. How do you market and advertise your business? Now, you already said you do it through speaking and just networking, but are there any other ways that you market and advertise? Um, again, the majority of what I do is speaking. and But speaking is so vast that I can be doing a, a radio show like this. I could be in front of a 1,000 individuals at a conference. I can be online speaking. So it's, speaking is so vast. I do workshops. I do my yearly event, Freedom to Be Me, where I, I host entrepreneurs to come in and do a one-day seminar. So there's, so there's different avenues to what I define as speaking. Gotcha. Okay. Now, I have a question with that. I remember when we first met, you had something, and I believe it was at, and I, I might be wrong, it's been a while, but it was at a certain hotel. I think it was the W, and you were able yes. to sell out and do all that. Tell us about that experience. Well, the Freedom to Be Me event is, is held each year towards uh, the month of October, and it's really an opportunity for entrepreneurs to come in with their notebooks, ready to just absorb the teaching of marketing, the teaching of networking, the teaching of speaking, the teaching of who their ideal clients are, and teaching the teachings of just eliminating some of identifying and eliminating some of their limiting beliefs that are holding them back. So it's a one day where I'm just pouring just everything that I have into the short period of time that I really have with, with, with the attendees so that they can walk away with a game plan to implement and move forward into their businesses. So that, that's the Freedom to Be Me event. Okay, and just one thing on that, and I hear this all the time when I go to different um, marketing events or any business building events, they always say, as soon as you get the information, you have to do it now because if you wait a day, a week, a month, you're less likely to do it. So if you hear this information, usually do it at least, let's say you finish at night, Start working a little bit on it, maybe in the evening when you get home, but definitely implement it as soon as possible, correct? Correct, correct. Right. I would say last year, last year's event, I gave the attendees who attended a calendar because a lot of times people say, okay, well, I don't know where to find my ideal clients. So we actually, I gave them the time to figure out where their ideal clients were define where they wanted and how they wanted to meet them. And we actually got the calendars out, put out some of markings on the calendar that I gave out to them, some of the events where they could meet their ideal clients and mark the date. So there were no excuses where to meet them, how to meet them, what to say to them, and when were they going to get it done. Yeah, that's good. Blocking out time and having timetables. That's a great, great value to give our audience. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh. Can you tell us about your workshops and um and and your coaching packages? If people are interested. Yes, <laughs> yes. the workshops I, I do workshops 
um, online. And to find out more about the workshops that I do, they can visit www.clientswhosayyes.com, and there's a tab that says live events. So you could see the events. But also there's also online trainings that I tend to do maybe once a month, once a quarter, depending on my, my schedule and my caseload of clients where they can come in and, and chime in to listen to me give really good, valuable insight on marketing, business development, sales. And so if they download the free ebooks, they will get on my email list and they will stay up to date with upcoming events that I have going on. Um, and the coaching packages, that's really a conversation that I like to have one-on-one with individuals to see where they are what their desires are, what are their challenges, so that I can help them really build their individual businesses the way that they truly desire. So my coaching is usually how I work with clients are usually six months, or I have times where I work really intensely with clients, but it, it just depends on where the person is and um, what, what are some of their goals to kind of give you an idea. Okay. Nice. Kay, what value do you um do you bring that benefit or your your business that that benefit your market in ways that your competitors wouldn't dream of proposing? One of the things that I, I, I think that makes me unique in, in my space and I don't know what others are doing, but I I, I have had a lot of feedback and positive feedback is that I tend to do a lot of role-playing with clients when we, when we are in our coaching sessions. And I found that when I do that with my clients, with the, the techniques that I've developed over the years, that is what really makes a difference for my clients. That's pretty powerful. Nice. Okay. I have a couple questions. What kind of resources do you use? What, where did you get your coaching background from? Do you use any interventions that are universal? I know you just said how you role play, but what are some other resources that you use to make it easier for you to reach out and get the clients you want and get them to say yes? Okay, so resources. There could be technology resources. Give me can you give me – to me, that's such a broad question. <laughs> well, I, yes. I have a question. Like, what about your resources as far as inspiration? Let's start there, and then we'll get to the old technical stuff. Oh, okay. man. My my inspiration – I'm an avid reader. I read. So a lot of my <laughs> inspiration is the knowledge that I gain as my personal development. Um, I love the book Think and Grow Rich. I love the mm-hmm. book um, The Science of Getting Rich. I love um, The Four Agreements. Good one. Uh, <laughs> um, other books that I'm really glued to, um, The Alchemist. I love The Alchemist. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm a reader. <laughs> Excellent. Well, so a, a lot thing. of my inspiration comes from books. <laughs> hmm. All right. That sounds good. Now, tell me how – now, I know we're leaving the resources, and I know you said technology. Is there anything else 
I'm thinking, or maybe our audience is probably thinking, okay, she has a website. Are there things you do, like have certain squeeze pages on your website? Do you have ticklers out on Facebook and Instagram? How many social media things do you do? How can people leverage what they already have where they might not have to put so much finances into it? How do you use those types of resources? Well, one of the one of the resources that I will give people is for their website. Own your own domain. Do not allow a web company to host your domain. And you can host your, your own domain through I use HostGator. I think there's one called Bluehost or something. I'm not sure, but HostGator is who I use. Um, I also use a platform for people who do marketing, which what you were referring to as the sales or squeeze page, for that I use Optimized Press. For my um, opt-in newsletter follow-up automation funnel, you know, that, that jargon that people use, how you stay in contact with your, your clients, I use MailChimp for that. So, again, number one, host your own website. You can use WordPress. I use Optimized Press to to capture the sales part of my business. Um, I use MailChimp so that I can do my automation email process. And I forgot the other thing that I mentioned. I think those are the, th the three things that I mentioned. And I use um, different plugins like Yoast for my SEO. As far as the, if for social media, I do run Facebook ads from time to time. Um, social media, I use Twitter a lot. I love to use Instagram, but I don't necessarily use it for business building. Um, but I do have Instagram. I tend to use where I know my, my potential clients are hanging out. But online marketing is not my first go-to for getting clients in my business. Okay. It's a part of the process. It's not the number one tool. Okay, now – let me try to go back. You said you use Yoast. What is Yoast for our listeners? Yoast is a plugin through um, WordPress that allows you to optimize your site so that when people are searching for different keywords or problems that they're trying to solve, that's a good mm -hmm. way for people to find your website. Okay. And tell the audience what a squeeze page is. A squeeze page basically is a one-page website that is attractive with content copy so that there's something that you're offering on that one-page website that you want them to take action on, whether it's buying your product, whether it's downloading an e-book, um, whether it's answering a survey. So it's a one-page website to get the person who you want to um, the reader to take action on. Okay. Now, we were talking previously before the show started to air, and I am curious, how much energy do you put into your day? Now, you are saying you love to work hard, but you definitely play hard. So what does your usual week look like? How does that flow for you? Well, here's what I do for my week. My week consists of me getting myself booked for speaking opportunities, number one, because that's how I build my business. Number two, I work on 
finding networking opportunities where my ideal clients are hanging out. I follow up number three with people that I've either met at different speaking events or people who show interest or people that I've met at networking events. Excuse me. And then I also do my newsletter, my blog post, and I also prepare my social media. Okay. And also, and again, I play? have clients in between. Play? I have clients in between. <laughs> so how do you play? What? How do you find balance? Um, for me, I find balance on Fridays. Usually Fridays I don't do much of anything. I just kind of put my feet up and relax. And on Saturdays and Sundays, you know, I if, if I'm not running around with my son doing different things, I tend to, you know, watch a movie or read a book as my pastime. One of my favorite pastime things to do is to eat. So I love having brunch on Sundays. So that's <laughs> – I call myself a fake foodie. Um, I'm always willing to try different foods. So on Sundays I usually try to enjoy brunch with my best friend or if I just, you know, have time with myself and, you know, I just do that or cook breakfast with for my son. So it just depends. Okay. Now I know and I'm hearing you say your best friend. Now – I know most of us are from another state, as I'm from Massachusetts. Katrina's well, from. Now, well, uh, now I want I want you to back up and and preference because our callers from are from all over the world. So you're talking yes, about we happen to we happen to live in Florida. So. Right, all we right. happen to live in Florida. But when you hear this question, being that I'm from Massachusetts, Katrina's from Ohio, and I believe Wanda. Miss Radio host for NPR. You're uh, you were from Virginia, correct? I'm from Baltimore originally. Ah, but but I spent quality I spent quality time in West Virginia. Okay, so tell me something, Kay. Are you originally from South Florida? Seeing that you have a best friend down here. Yes, I am born and raised in South Florida, Miami. Yes. Okay. Wow. do you think that makes it easier that you know more people and places and things and entities? Um, not necessarily. It makes it a little bit easier for me to get around, but there's always Definitely. new businesses, new restaurants that come into town. And a lot of people, honestly, that I know, I do know a lot of people because I am from here, but I meet so many people who are not from here that that's always great. I, I do have a lot of friends who are new friends, who aren't from South Florida. Okay. Okay. And my other question, yes, I'm pulling up questions because things are just popping in my head. Now, if ladies, you need to interject, interject, okay? Because okay. I know okay. I'm going to have to get off soon. But right. uh, I would love to hear your groups that you partner with or that are your affiliates that you use to leverage or to help or how they help you. Well, it just it it depends. I tend to work with other business coaches sometimes. I tend to work with accountants who may have clients who are looking to grow a business. I may work with web developers who have clients. So it just there's a variety of different individuals that I may send business to or they may send business to me as my joint partners. Okay. Okay. Any in in specific that you can share? 
as far as the name of their businesses or <laughs> well, like partnerships more with companies or ones that you go to a lot or you're able to maybe speak to somebody in the higher up to get you maybe a gig or a client or work with the organization or how you get your speeches, how you get to do your public speaking. Well, for the public speaking, honestly, they, they could be the, the meeting planner or individuals who I meet that make recommendations um, for me to enter into a speaking opportunity. Um, it, it just depends. It, a lot of it has to do with who my ideal clients are. So based on who they are, that's where I position myself to speak. So I've spoken for um, the National Association for Women in Construction. I've spoken for um, there's I've spoken spoken for the HR Association. There's just there's so many that I've I've, I've spoken for over over the years of being an entrepreneur. Right. Okay. And I, and I like that. I like that, Kay, because it's so again that relationship building is so very important. Um, as not only business owners but professionals, as you mentioned earlier, professionals needing and wanting to increase their um, their database. You know, building relationships with people, not only. Um, you know, going out and meeting people, but, uh, you know, keeping those relationships alive um, so that over time, you know, you do develop um, sometimes friendships with people, but, you know, you definitely develop these relationships with folks where they begin to trust you and um, and and see you as the professional and, and um, you know, when you know that there's something that they need, uh, you know, you can help them. And, you know, when they know something that's going on that, um, you know, that you can uh, help be of service, uh, you know, referring you, I just think that's so essential. And um, and that's kind of, that's what I hear you, that's, that's what I, it, it sounds like that's what I hear you saying that you, you do. Um, because I hear yes. you saying that you start your week off by, um, you know, one of the things that you do is you determine, you know, where do I, you know, where am I going to go or what things do I need to do in order to create opportunities for myself? Yes. And Very and important. I hear you saying that you help your clients do the same thing. Yeah. So I think that, well, I know that's so essential. And um, as 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 business owners, you know, as business owners, sometimes we have our own expertise. You know, I may be a hairdresser, and I love to do hair. I mean, that's my passion. Or I may be a writer, and when I'm writing, I'm in a whole different world. But then that networking is something totally foreign to me. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, you know, and, and so, you know, sometimes for many of us, that is an area that we need to, to strengthen and develop. And I hear you saying that, um, when you work with people individually, you you look at their strengths um, as well as areas that uh, that they need to strengthen. But you you work with them, um, you you start with their strengths and and then you you build on that and you know help them to develop strengths in areas that um, that may not be as strong as 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 they will be when they finish working with you. Correct, correct. Mm-hmm. And that is so awesome. 
I want you to tell us again um, your website and how we can reach you, and also tell us again about um, the different e- events that you have coming up. Yes, you can reach me at clientswhosayyes.com, and that's clients with an S, clientswhosayyes.com. And there's also a free ebook for individuals who are challenged a little bit when it comes to some of the networking um, that they can download as a resource and a really detailed guide with the sales conversation, understanding who your ideal clients are, and overcoming sales objections, which is one of the number one challenges also when it comes to entrepreneurs um, getting the no when it comes to you know, talking about what they do in in, in their business to to earn more money. And some of the events that I have coming up, in the month of June, I have an event called the Intensive, where it's all about courage, clarity, and cash, where I'm having a really small, intimate group of entrepreneurs come together so that they can talk about their businesses in a non-judgmental environment. And we're pouring into their visions, their ideas, and I'm also going to be doing some one-on-one individual coaching with every individual who comes to that event, which is huge because you're going to get your personal time with me on your on on business challenges and they can find that also at the clients who say yes.com backslash intensive and also in the month of October I have the traditional freedom to be me event that I host every year for entrepreneurs so those are some of the events that I have coming up Wow, exciting good. stuff, exciting stuff. On point, on point as I'm driving. Very good. <laughs> okay, so um we're we're going to be we're um going to wind wind up uh, wind the show up. And um any any last minute questions ladies or comments? No. Hey, I think you did a great job. A great job. I appreciate you taking the time of speaking with us and sharing some information to the world. It was my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. You're Very welcome. welcome. Kate, do you have any final words for our our listening audience? Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> um, my final words is trust. Trust. And know that you have everything that you need, and you just need to take the step and take action. And if you find that you are challenged in some areas, get help. And that help could be from personal coaching. That help could be from a book. But get the help that you need so that you could be successful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And we want you to know that you are welcome to our show anytime. All right. We are, we are going to uh, post some of your, some of your information on Facebook and we're going to like your Facebook page and we want you to like our Facebook page. (laughs) All right. So we're going to bring this edition to uh, positively affirmative to a close and we want everybody to have a great week. Bye ladies. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> All right.
we'd like to thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness. Join your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, along with Hasina Roach, Relational Consultant and Radio Host, Wanda Miles. We teach aspiring entrepreneurs and those interested in personal and professional development how to create positive shifts in their work life and balance so they can become the director of their own life stories. Is your life story one you would love to see improve? Then join us here live every Sunday at 5 p.m. Bring a friend and share the prosperity.